Hello everyone, uh, welcome to Don't Listen, the podcast where we ruined all video games for you. Wow, ruin? That's, yeah, ruin. that's rude. That's rude. Well, spoil, sorry. <laughs> that's the word I'm looking for, yeah, spoil. spoil. Uh, as always, uh, with me is Watson, Waddy McFly. That's me, baby. And I am Sadiq, Wildly Gamer. Yep. Uh, we're here on this beautiful Wednesday, or Thursday for you guys listening, but <laughs> on this yep. beautiful Thursday... Coming to you live. If you hear any helicopters, it's just proof that we're in L.A., baby. Yes. Helicopters all day. Yes. I even almost got hit by one. What? No, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's been a pretty good week so far. Um, yeah, so what have you been playing? Nope, you bring it closer. There you go. Um, okay, well, me, I've been playing a little game, a little indie game that no one really knows about. It's called Minecraft. Okay. Um, that's been really fun. Uh, shout out to our boy Christian, who was on the podcast a couple weeks ago. Uh, we've been building some stuff. I just finished my Japanese-inspired house. Oh, uh, I would love to, to show out. you it, but yeah. you don't play. Um, Lies. <laughs> and then, <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been playing GTA Five. Um, kind of out of the blue, but um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. And uh, there's something else I, I've took taken a little bit of break from dreams. Okay. Just because I've been super busy, and so dreams isn't a game that you kind of. I mean, if you want to play stuff, yeah, I understand. But um, but if it, but but it's just you know obviously it's something that you got to really sink your teeth into. So yeah. And you want you need a good amount of time to create something. If you want to play something, it's really quick. That's what I'm trying to say. If you want to play something, it's really quick. If you want to um, make something, obviously that takes a long time. And I'm really into making stuff, but I just haven't had the time so far. Uh, and then of course Apex. We've been playing Apex. Oh yeah, Apex Legends a, a lot. Yeah. Um, so what about you? What have you been playing? Well, as you said, Apex Legends. Uh, I bought the season four Battle Pass. I gave in and got it. Well, I used the. I think I said that last time on the podcast. I don't remember, but anyways, yeah. <laughs> I I'm all the way to level fifty on the Battle Pass now, so I'm halfway there. I'm gonna get to that 110, get that awesome legendary skin. Uh, I also. Uh, so recently, uh, actually just right after our podcast last week, I got a text message saying, oh, you get f- two free months of Gamefly. So I was just like, okay. And it's uh, they're actually teaming up with Redbox now. So remember how we talked about Redbox is right. doing game rentals? Correct. I got that text message from Redbox. So I'm wondering if Whoa. they are, you know. Either Redbox bought Gamefly or what, but like, yeah, they are partnering up now, so they gave me two free months of Gamefly, and I've been playing Link's Awakening because of that. I'm, I'm finally going to be able to play. So, how's all- Link's Awakening? I heard the music really is good. amazing. It's amazing. I love it. it. The art is beautiful, it runs really smooth. Uh, I, I love it in both handheld and on my screen because I like to play on my TV as well, and it just looks so gorgeous. Uh yeah, and thanks to Gamefly, I'm not good. I can play all the Switch games I can never afford. So, <laughs> so yeah, no, I'm gonna really. I'm already like, I'm more than halfway done now. I'm just trying to. I just got it on Monday. Like it was shipped to me on Monday. So I'm just trying to like blow through it so that way I can get the most out of my two month free trial thing. Boom. So and your next game's what? Uh, on my queue, I have. A couple things. I have Astral Chain on there. On the top of my queue, I have Doom Eternal. Is Astral Chain the one that's like you're a cop or something and it's like super animated? Yeah, yeah. And it has like the robot thing that you attach to. Yeah, that looks really cool. That fights for you. Yeah. Uh, So I have that on there. Also Doom Eternal. So when that comes out, hopefully they send it to me right away because I have it on the top of my list. But who knows? Uh, They might go to the people who's been subscribed with them longer first, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I've been playing a lot of that, and then I did a little Minecraft with you guys. I started building my house. Yes. Sorry. What? I was going to say, you should give your first impressions about Call of Duty Battle Royale. Oh, yeah. So I did play the new mode that came came out on Tuesday. I played it for maybe like 10, 15 minutes, you know, just to get a feel for it. I might need... I definitely, we talked about this, I have to give 
games a second chance. So I might jump back in and give it a second chance. But my first impressions on it, uh, there's a couple things. Uh, one, the um, the gameplay just feels like Call of Duty. You know, if you played Modern Warfare, this latest Modern Warfare, it feels like that. Uh, the the cool thing is uh, when you drop, they already give you a pistol. So they already give so, you. So fight. you always have something. Yeah. Okay. So they give you. It has very low ammo, so but they give you a fighting chance right out the back, which is kind of nice. So if you know how to use a pistol, you're good. Uh, you also you also start with two uh, things of armor, and so you can find armor pieces to put them in. The animation of that is kind of cool. Okay. Uh, you have to find these little armor plates and what's like, put it called? Them in. What's the mode called? Uh, Warzone. Modern Warfare Warzone. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to look it up right now. Oh, nice. You should download it so you can play with me. Then I can give it a second chance. Uh, it's and not showing up on uh, Xbox at all. Just call. Just type in Warzone. Don't call. I did. That's weird. Nothing. You have to probably go on that actual Xbox. Mm. Anyways, uh, so so the whole game, the battle royale version of the game, revolves around money, which of course Activision revolves around money. <laughs> so it's only. Fair. That's that's like that. More money, more problems. I guess so. So, um, so basically, like when you land, you have to collect money, and then you can go find these like little loot crates to give you like you can buy like certain like you one. You can either change out your whole, your whole loadout, use the money to do that, or you can buy these certain pieces like uh, a turret and stuff like that. That's cool. Yeah, that that part is kind of cool. What I find dumb. It's also how you revive your teammates. So if you don't have enough money to revive your teammates, you're screwed. So it's not really a fighting chance. Like if someone knows where all the good, all the money is, like a lot of the money is, like that team's gonna be have a better fight chance because they're collecting all the money faster. You know? Yeah. So I I kind of kind of don't like that part. That like yeah makes you download uh, the full game. Yeah, it's a ninety-eight gig. Download. That's insane. It's ridiculous. I'm like, as opposed. I wonder how if much it's is because Apex? I, I own Apex is like forty. Uh, it's like sixty. Sixty. Yeah, but I own Modern Warfare, so I wonder if they just made me download the whole thing. I'm not. It, it's weird. That's why. That's why I was gonna look into it to see about downloading it because I don't own Call of Duty. Yeah. So I wonder if it would make me see what my theory is because I'm not on the other side. So we'll test this out once you do download it. Is that they're gonna make you download like pretty much most of the game, but mainly Warzone, and then it's gonna show you the other game modes that you can play, but you can't have access to until you buy the game. And I think that's how they're gonna get people to try to buy the game, get more purchases. But there is one more thing that happens inside Battle Royale. So let's say your whole, if you get knocked out completely, like, because you can still revive your teammates. Oh, sorry, am I too close again? So you can still revive your teammates, but like once they get killed, uh, you can't like respawn them in unless you have enough money. But also, if they if your whole team gets killed, you get sent, you get captured and get sent to this jail. And in this jail, there's like a like I guess a queue, and everyone takes turns to one v one gunfight in the middle of the jail. With a pistol. Mm-hmm. So you basically... And then if you win, you get a second chance to go back out to the Battle Royale huh. map. It's very interesting. I think that part is kind of cool. Yeah, for sure. Because like, it's like almost like a second chance type of thing. But uh, but let's say if your other... Let's say like you made it out, but your other teammates didn't make it out. Well, then you still you still have a chance to like respawn them with the money. So you'll have to go find money and then... like It's like... 4500 per teammate. So it, it takes a while to get to you, but like I think there's money drops around like 500ish, so you do have to go for quite a bit if you need to revive both of them, respawn both both of them, and you have to go to the place the box the loot boxes that you spend money to revive them. Hmm. And so they're all over the map wherever. So like yeah, I I I need to go back in uh, I played a little bit with Connor, but he had to leave to go grocery shopping or whatever, so I couldn't play some more. So I, I do need to go back in and give it another shot, I guess. That's interesting. Because there's some cool ideas in there. Yeah, I don't like that it seems to be like a big 
push to buy... Because, like, Apex isn't a big push to buy Titanfall. No. You know? And, like... Well, that's just my theory. Like, that's what I'm saying. Well, no, you but, I mean, it definitely it. seems like it. Like, if... And that's why I'm interested... I'm curious uh, of me booting it up and seeing what happens because I... Yeah, I want to see... I want to see if it does that for me and if it makes me download that big because that should not be that big. Yeah. For a free-to-play game, it, it should, should be not like be that big. like 50 gigs, I think. Yeah. Around there. I mean, I would be fine because I play Apex, so I feel like that should be the standard. Yeah. I don't know how big Fortnite is, but I don't imagine it's that uh, big. Fortnite is like around 40. Interesting. So, All right. Yeah. And yeah, then we'll just... anything else? For Warzone, no. There's no, I mean uh, that you're playing? No, that's pretty much... Apex and Zelda is all I'm playing right now. So nice, very cool. Thanks for waiting. Getting a lock out out of that Switch, baby. Yep, I am. So we got any news today? Uh, yeah, we have lots of news. Woo! News. Okay. <laughs> uh, so let's start with a little fun big one. Uh, so you know the big uh, old Nintendo CEO Reggie. For Nintendo America? Here it is. Yeah. You know that guy? Of course that I cool do. I've, shake, that... I've shaken his hand. Oh. Not oh, recently, oh. because, you know, no one shakes hands anymore, <laughs> but uh, but yes. Yeah. No, Reggie. So he's joining GameStop's board of directors. Boom, baby. Which this, like, you know, it could be, um, you know, it could be nothing, but also, like, he could come in, like, help kind of. If it's not too late, help change things because he has a lot of experience with gaming. He was the head of Nintendo for a while, yeah. Nintendo of America. So, like, he could probably come in like, "Yo, this is what we need to do, guys." Well, yeah. I, one, I hope it's not too late. That's my biggest worry. Yeah. But two, I hope that it's just like my biggest problem with GameStop is they seem a little disconnected from us. Yeah, and that's why I'm saying like Reggie yeah. would be. And I hope that, and I think Nintendo has done an amazing job of finally connecting to their audience. They still have to do businessy moves, but like, and I think Reggie is a big reason for that. So yeah. that's my hope is that they can with Reggie's that they can really just be like, okay, so what do gamers really want? How can we change our stores to make money, but also appeal to gamers? Cause you can, yeah. gamers are willing to pay money and a lot of it. The fact yeah. that we pay $60 for a game you know, and merch and DLCs and transactions. Yeah, exactly. And, Gaming um, is like the most profitable media now. Yeah. Besides movies. I don't know which one's more profitable. Well, I mean, yeah. They're pretty our, close. The one that, the, the game we're going to talk about today is the most profitable piece of art ever. Oh, made, yeah, yeah. So. Exactly. So. Yeah. But yeah, like that's Very interesting. Very interesting. Uh, I just hope it's, yeah, I hope it's not too late. Yeah, that's why I'm hoping to, like, I'm like. Is it too late? Is this already coming in too late? But then again, like, he's retired, so if it is too late, it's just, like, him going... Doesn't seem very retired. (laughs) Well, I mean, being on a board of directors, like, it's not... Well, it's a pretty big deal. After reading uh, uh, Disney at War or whatever, they are are quite a bit of uh, influential. I mean, I guess it depends on the board. Sometimes, you know, CEOs have boards wrapped around their fingers, and they just do what the CEO asks, but... Yeah. yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, so we'll see what comes from it's that. It's cool that he said that he'd be do, down to do it. So, so Yeah, no, it's like it's official now, so like let's see what can happen. Yeah. Um some little bit on a Saturday now, uh E3 this year is canceled completely because of the coronavirus. We might still yeah. get live streams from I'm sure we everyone will. needs to reveal something. So they already had a plan and stuff, so we'll probably get live streams from each of the companies like Microsoft and PlayStation and Nintendo. Well, Nintendo Direct, they're all pretty much the whole thing is just gonna be a Nintendo Direct. Yeah, well, <laughs> like, probably unless Microsoft decides to still go to their still go. Like theater. the only thing I can think of is if like things get thing if things calm down, I think they might do something. But like, yeah. I I feel like it would defeat the purpose of being like let's hold an event. That's what just kind of sucks is I just don't feel like it's safe right now to hold an event. <laughs> yeah. So, and see, E3 especially because, like, pe- people are coming from all over the world. Exactly. To, to come there. Like, yeah. I remember when I was on the train last year, talked to a few game developers that were from South Korea. Like, that was super cool. Met them. Currently, right now, it's kind of, well, actually, it's declining right now in, in Korea, so that's good. Yeah. But it was kind of bad up there, and then... 
You know, I've definitely met people from Germany and Sweden and, you know, it's yeah, just all it's around. It's a and huge so, thing that brings a lot of people worldwide. Yeah. Around, so, so, I mean, I'm sad that it has to cancel, but like. I don't know. We you, just need to be careful. So. Yeah. What do you think this entails for E3 in the future? Do you think maybe like all the developers now is going to see like how much money they're saving and then there won't be an E3 in the future? Or what, what do you think? Well, not surprisingly, I'm about to quote somebody. Okay. Who do you think it is? Reggie. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, every, who do I quote almost every single episode? Uh, Game Ranks. Yes. So Jake Baldino, (laughs) he actually posted on something today that he thinks it's a great idea, and then he kind of mentioned, like, um, they could use this as an opportunity to maybe change things up, because they've just been in the same old Yeah, since, like, the 90s, right? Yeah, and, like, maybe this could, like, rejuvenate. Um, Obviously, it's a bad situation, but maybe it could be a blessing in disguise for them that they could kind of rejuvenate and start fresh and be, like... What can we do to make this? And also, better? like uh, the people, was it ES ESA? Are those the people that run the E three? Something. Anyways, like that. Um, yeah, maybe like one, like like I said earlier, like these companies are probably gonna save money, and like also like some of these companies, you know, it's awesome they build like these awesome like set pieces inside E three, but now since it's you know so I don't know if they already have them made because it's March they might have already them made. But, like, we might save some resources that way, too. So that way, every year, they're not wasting, all, like, a lot of resources trying to put put on these, like, big uh, extravaganza, like, posters and stuff like that, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's just my take on it. So, but, yeah, I'm sad because I was hoping this would be my first time going to E3. But who knows? I might never be able to go that. And we talked about there's other cons, like... Packs and G, uh, GDC and stuff like that. We could yeah. potentially go do one day. And I definitely want to go to Pax one day. So, yeah, uh, yeah. They like E three E three. Like it, in the morning this morning, it was rumored that it was going to happen, but then about three hours ago, they officially made yeah, an announcement. Exactly. I checked on their email, and at least for the time being, you can get a full refund, or you can roll over it to next year. So right now, it does seem like. They are planning to still do one next, next year. year. Okay. But uh, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see because, like, like, yeah. Because at the end of the day, you need all those companies to go there to make E3. So. Yeah, I think it's just going to depend on how coronavirus is doing. <laughs> so. Uh, that's so fun. Uh, and well, this kind of ties into this, too. So because of the e3 cancellation mm. there's a rumor going around now saying uh warner brothers interactive is going to be revealing a massive game lineup uh soon good on their own good because of the e3 cancellation good what were what you hoping to get out well of obviously i think, I we think talked about this earlier harry yeah. potter well i think we know for sure that batman is happening because I mean, they've, they've been, been teasing for it forever while. but they also were teasing it last year around That's e3 true. and we still didn't get anything so, but I think it's about time, you know, that the Twitter has been active and things have been moving. So, um, other than that, they might do something Lego because that's, that's kind of their, their deal. Um, and then, uh, what I mean by that is like the Lego movie or something or Lego. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, no, like, they own like, those kind of like properties. DC, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I heard that it will be like another kind of prequel, or I heard I heard like you could be like you're hunting down Batman or something, which would be interesting. Okay. I don't know. I I feel like how the third one ended, or I guess technically the fourth one ended, uh, the last one in the series. I was kind of hoping for something like fresh and like yeah. Um, well, maybe we'll just get another superhero one made from the same That's team. what I'm saying. I would love it to be not like, officially Batman necessarily. Like maybe a full-on, since Avengers getting their own full-on game, maybe a Justice League game. Yeah. That's like you get to play multiple characters. Yeah, that could be cool. Yeah, because... Uh, I know they were rumored a while for a, a Superman game, yeah. but I think they officially squashed any hope of that. The thing so. is, too, is like... I would like Superman a... is like he's way overpowered. So I was just like, yeah, you'd have to come up with a reason of why he's getting defeated. Maybe like his, maybe it's like a, what is it called? A kryptonite. 
No, no, like when he's first learning to become Superman. Oh, like a prequel. Like a prequel. Like he's like still like a teenage year or something. And he's slowly adapting to his powers and stuff like that. Like, yeah, that'd be possibly. Cool. Yeah. You know, but yeah, also Harry Potter. Then we get like a leaked gameplay that trailer. That was like two years ago. Yeah. I think about two years ago we got a leaked uh, gameplay and it looked like it was so far along that we were like, Oh, okay, so the next E3, we're probably going to hear about it. Yeah. Nothing. Nope. We have not heard anything. The only thing that we heard recently is that I w- was reading another article uh, that I don't really like when they do this. People, like, a lot of news outlets for games like to, like, you know, jump all over these. But, like, I'm about to sneeze. Make sure I do it over here. That's the important thing. <laughs> and, of course, I talk about it, and now it's not going to happen. Great. Congratulations. Great. I hate it. Um, But basically, uh, the company that's rumored to be behind the Harry Potter Mm -hmm. game, and the only reason why we think it's them is because they were wondering if it was the... Because it was obviously Warner Brothers. They were wondering if it was Rocksteady. I'm not sure. Off the top of my head. They're wondering if it was Rocksteady. um, And they said, nope. We're not, we're not doing that. Um, but then basically by process of elimination and people who didn't come out and say it wasn't us, yeah, they assumed it was them. I know that they like have done Skylanders or a game that's similar to that. So that's why I'm yeah interested. But to be fair, a lot of games like Naughty Dog did Crash Bandicoot, which I love Crash Bandicoot. I'm not trying to say that's a bad game. I'm just saying going from Crash Bandicoot to Uncharted you know, there's obviously a big yeah. jump, and we don't need to... I mean, it, Naughty Dog kind of grew up with us, because, like, then Jack and Dexter came out, and that was, like, the, the you know, the pubic year... Not the pubic... Oh, the pubic years? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the adolescent ye- years, because it's, like, raunchy, oh, raunchy I see, comedy. I see what you mean. And then we got Uncharted, <laughs> which is a little bit more of a mature game, so... Yes. Um. So, yeah, no, it's... uh. That's yeah, interesting. Yeah, I hope if there is a Harry Potter game, I I just hope I can. I hope it's super customizable characters and it's like its own story type of thing, not like playing through the movies, but like just being back in the world with your own character would be really cool. So. Yeah. Well, and you know, we were confirmed that it was happening. Um. <laughs> Because, well, it's yeah, funny because, uh, face. <laughs> it's funny because companies do this all the time where like things get, is there a bird right there? They're both like in the exact same position up on the windowsill. Oh, what the block? They were cute. No. They start scratching it. at the thing. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> okay. Um, but then like everyone, you know, when this leak went, went live, like everyone was sharing it and then Warner Brothers went in and shut it down. Yeah. Which then just confirms it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like exactly. I almost it's think like... it's better to be like don't touch it. Yeah. I know that get away. You're gonna scratch it, and I know you already are. Sorry. Oh, the joys of podcasting with cats. Um so much fun. But anyways, yeah, I hope that it's like you were saying, I hope that it's a I would I mean I love that I'm creating my own character i'm sad that it doesn't seem to take place at least the good majority of it you don't you don't get go on keep going okay um sorry guys (laughs) i'm sad that you don't get to like and maybe the game starts where you get to find out your house Mm -hmm. like maybe that's just like and then it advances you don't um (laughs) And, uh, oh, well, who cares? I'm going to do this podcast. <laughs> All right, go. So, um, but yeah, yeah but it, you, I think you start off as like a fourth or fifth year or something like that. Okay. Um, yeah, you make your own character, it seems like. But what's crazy is, is yeah, oh, it, full, seems, it's, oh, <laughs> it seems very, um, very early, uh, or it seems very like past development. Like it's been out yeah. for a while. So they could say like. Hey guys, May is we're announcing it. It's gonna come out 
spring of two, of 2021. Yeah, or, exactly. I mean, what I would want is fall of uh, 2020, uh, 2020. So, anyway, Anyways. what's next? Uh, next, remember the Wonderful 101 Remastered that we talked about? Yes. The Kickstarter that uh, went live from uh, Platinum? Yes. Well, they got $2.2 million Ooh, pledged. And what was their goal? Uh, like only like I think it was like only like a hundred thousand or something. Dang, like that. good for them. So, so like they have more than enough money. So if this game doesn't come out, then yeah, they I I I'm kind of excited. You know, I've never really fully played the original one. So if we could, if I could go in and play this one, you know, that'd be really cool. Yeah, because I've only played the original one like at a friend's house. I never was really. I never. I've got only played it. Beautiful Joe. And yeah, you're saying you, that's the same universe? Yeah, it's almost... Yeah, no, I, if I'm... Well, it's the same art style stuff, so I think it's made by the same people. Sure. So, yeah. Yeah, I... If, I, am I, if I'm uh, Beautiful not, Joe 3. Beautiful if I'm not Joe correct 3. with that, email me and let me know. Was it? I want a Beautiful Joe 3. A Beautiful Joe 3, yeah. Dude, on Switch? on yeah, Switch, how amazing would that be? A new Beautiful Joe, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's really good news for them. Um also, uh, so you know how we talk about Stadia all the time? All this? the time. This is the Stadia we, podcast. Yeah, because we love it so much. Yes. <laughs> so apparently it came out that Doom Eternal can't actually run 4K, Jeez even Louise. though they're advertising 4K. Yeah. It's like, it's not native 4K, it's like super upscale 4K type of thing. Yeah. And so, I mean, they can still run the 60 frames per second, but not... The 4K, yeah. So it's kind of like bad advertisement, you know, false advertisement. Uh, I have other news to that. So because Stadia is not doing so well, I don't know if I told you this. You did but, tell me this <laughs> uh, right before the podcast. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm talking about, I'm talking about the listeners. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. <laughs> not just you. We have listeners, too. Uh-huh. Uh, but so because Stadia is not doing so well, Anyone who has an Ultra Chromecast mm. gets a three free month membership. So, like, if you guys want to try Stadia out but don't want to purchase it and you have an Ultra Chromecast, go ahead and try it out. Uh, I think this is a sign of kind of going, kind of going even more down the hill for Stadia. Because uh, they're not doing, they don't have enough people to play, mm-hmm. so they're trying to give out some free memberships and stuff like that. Or maybe they're just being nice and they're just like, "Hey," but three months is a lot, so I don't know. That's just my take on it, my opinion. I am not a fan of Stadia in the slightest, and um, they really botched their launch, and it's going to take a lot to get where they are. Yeah, and having having this happen with. Doom is just another example. Yeah. And with the Chromecast thing, just makes no sense. I, I don't know. I've heard that some servers, like, you know, that have online players yeah. are so low that it's so hard to game yeah. with people anymore. I saw so. a video of someone trying to play Destiny and there still wasn't enough people. Oh, maybe there. that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Destiny. Which like, is pretty crazy. Yeah, because it's a top... Like it's like a big game, so yeah, and it's free on that platform too, so it should be, you know, yeah, exactly. But yeah, and then yeah, that's just so crazy. And then port, oh, don't unplug me. Okay, you know, I did it. Oh my gosh. Oh, lovely. Uh, so yeah. Sorry guys, we got attacked by cats. Uh, that's our new feature film coming out in twenty twenty one. Attacked by cats. Yes. So sorry. What were we talking about? Uh, how bad Stadia is. It's bad. It's bad. Next. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, um, I think yeah. Let's move on to our don't listen segment, shall yeah. we? Yeah. So if you're new, basically what happens is is why we say why we're not don't listen is we spoil video games. And today we're going to talk about GTA Five. An oldie but a goodie. It's an oldie, but it's still selling like crazy. Oh yeah, and it's the crazy online is though. insane, and people are making so much. Or people, Rockstar's making so much money off it. So yeah, I mean, technically, people in Rockstar's making so much money off of it. Sure, sure. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this 
Rockstar, as you guys know, are my favorite developers ever. They always go above yes. and beyond. Um, details matter. That's what me and you were talking about last night. Exactly. Uh, I've been playing the first little bit for a while, and, and uh, it's just a masterpiece. And we're going to just talk about the story. I mean, we can talk about multiplayer because me and you have played a fair yeah, share yeah. of it together. We'll talk about a little bit of everything. I wouldn't say we're like masters or anything, but we're. I mean, we've we sunk long hours into it. Yeah. yeah. So. But yeah. Um, but so, I can't believe this first this game came out a long time ago. It which is, is so. I'm pretty much most of you guys already played it. Yeah, probably. Hopefully, if you haven't, please jump on. Yeah, it. if you haven't, and if you have Xboxes, on Xbox Game Pass. Yeah, just nuts. Come on, Xbox Game Pass. We'll be sponsored by you, please. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, uh, I've played through this, the Lisa story, at least four times. And you said yeah. this is your fifth time story? My fifth time. Yeah, yeah so like we we played it quite a few bits. Yeah, the story uh, mode is just amazing. So just to kind of like give you guys a lowdown, obviously you've all played it, but you play as three different characters, um, Michael, Frank. Franklin, and... Um, Your favorite. My favorite. Steve Ogg. That's the actor's name. Why? <laughs> uh, Trevor. Trevor. Jesus. Yes. Yeah, he plays Trevor. Trevor, yes. And um, what's great is you, you customize all the characters and, uh, you, you know, and each character has their special, you know, special abilities. Yeah. And um, Franklin does the driving. Does the driving. Uh, Trevor's crazy. Crazy, yeah. He nuts. goes into like a full rage mode type of thing. And then Michael... Slow-mo shooting. Slow-mo he's great shooting. at killing. He's great, he's great at what yeah. he does, guys. So when the game is about um, how a, uh, someone who... Michael. Michael. Who, Michael and Trevor, who used to be a part of a heist team. A heist goes awry. Michael dies. Uh, come to find out he's actually not dead and he's living uh, a very nice life in um, Los Santos. Los Santos. Or LA. Uh-huh. Pretty much LA. Yes. Um, um, but one day he gets forced into uh, going back into the business of being heists. and Because uh, he ripped down someone's house. Right, which who, who was a crime lord. Um, and then as he starts doing heists, his old pal, Trevor, uh, starts to notice some similarities with the heists and they end up coming together and doing heists again. And, uh, it's an amazing time. I'm a big Franklin fan of heists. In. Yes. And Franklin, who is a, um, doesn't want to be a gangster, but is sort of heading in, in that direction with his friends. But he, he knows that he's more than that. So he decides, uh, once he meets Michael, um, he wants to join up with him. Yeah, he wants to join up with him because he starts to see the potential that he really has, and kind of he kind of wants that life as well. But of course, that life comes with a price. Exactly. So, um, yeah, I love how Michael. If I remember correctly, this one point I haven't played the story in a while. But Michael's like, yeah, you're like his son to me. Mm. <laughs> He's like, yeah. you're like the son I never had. I right, because Jimmy does. Jimmy, his actual son, is a piece of shit. He and, is a uh, total piece of shit. Like, yeah, no, most of those, like that. Fa- that whole family is like. Not well, well, all three, all three of them are awesome because they all have their own unique stories yeah, and exactly. their own unique, like. Yeah, Michael is kind of like he's supposed to have this picture perfect life with his family and. He's just miserable and thinks yeah. it's the worst. And um, then you have Franklin, who also, you know, he lives with his aunt, so his family's never been very stable. Yeah. Uh, all his friends are, you know, um, in a gang or want to be in a gang, but gangs aren't really around much anymore, and they don't have as much power, and uh, they don't get as much money. That's his exactly. big thing. Exactly. Um, and then you have Trevor, who's just a straight-up psychopath. Yeah. And he you can't blame him for all this terrible stuff he's done. Yeah. He loves what? He loves doing heroin. He loves doing everything. He'll everything. have sex with anything. <laughs> anything and, that moves. Uh, yeah, but, like, he's... I think he... There's a point where it insinuates he's had sex with a, a bear. Uh, like a stuffed bear, quite frequently. Oh, my God. And, um Disgusting. <laughs> Yeah, and he's he's a very open-minded Let's just say he's killer. not the best role model. <laughs> no, but I mean, like I said, after all that shit he's been through and then finding out his friend was dead and, and is actually like, alive. and I still don't think it makes up for it, but yeah. No, no, there's a lot more. That, that's the thing. If you really get into Trevor, like, I'm not trying to say there's an excuse for it, but you definitely, like, kind of understand find out, like, where he reason, comes from yeah. and, like... 
because he was just raised by terrible people, and then he had to be raised on his own. Exactly. And him and his brother. He it kind of almost mentions that like he kills his brother at one point. Like it's uh, <laughs> it's an interesting uh, interesting tale. But of course, what's always great about GTA Five is it's a parody of life right now. And yeah. instead of Facebook, you have Life Hacker. And uh, instead of instead of oh yeah instead of iPhones you have uh, iFruit or something yeah it's like called that. iFruit yeah yeah which it's is really like, fun yeah the whole GTA and series they make fun like of that. Halo yeah exactly they have that Halo Death TV Shooter show six yeah. yeah I was like oh my god <laughs> super fun blow people's heads off and also like to continue with the story so Michael like once the heist going like you well, find and, out and, and and sorry and real quick because I'm I'm right at the beginning. Yeah. What's so great is they slowly introduce because you don't just start immediately off playing all three. Yeah, they're so smart in being like giving you proper introduction to each one. Oh like, yeah, exactly. The first one starts where Michael is at his um, uh, therapist's office, mm-hmm. and then you know you don't play as Michael, but then it transfers over to Franklin. He's he's the first player that you play. But then what's so great is, is like, naturally you you run into Michael. So, basically, Michael's son goes and buys a car that he can't pay for. It's $5,000 a day, or $5,000 a month, which is insane. Yeah. And uh, then Franklin goes to repossess it. Yeah. But when he goes to repossess it, Michael is in the back seat and waiting for him. And then, you know, and uh, and what's so crazy is, is, and I totally forgot, so I'm, like I said about the beginning, you literally don't meet the third character trevor until after the first heist oh yeah so there you literally play the whole opening of the game with just two players and then trevor and then trevor which is just so cool like that's so smart of rockstar because a it's good storytelling but b it's also like it gives the characters a chance to just really figure out how to play the first two you know first two roles and really kind of like settle in with them because because Trevor is just a loose cannon. Yeah. You can do, you know, whatever you want with Trevor. So, and what I was actually, what I actually kind of was thinking about is like, it kind of lets you live the fantasy of GTA. Cause like before you had one character, right? Yeah. And if you were trying to like be quote unquote good, even though most of the time you're a criminal, so you're going to kill people anyway. Yeah. But like, you know, if you want to go spend a lot of money on cars and clothing, that's probably going to be Franklin, you know? Yeah. So you can be Franklin and go do all that. Yeah, no, like, that's, you, that's yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, you, like, it gives you uh, definitely options to be, like, Trevor, like, I was just, I, I basically became Trevor, and I was like, <laughs> I'll just kill everyone that's in front of me. Uh-huh, right. So, and like, anyone like, who's, who, tried, who said a bad thing, if I was, it's funny, if I was Franklin... I wouldn't start a fight, but if I was Trevor, you bet I would run over. Yeah, and start a fight. Like, what the him. fuck you said to me? Yeah. So the game kind of like almost gives you permission to embody those different people with exactly. those. Different, and I'm not not saying I'm sure we've all fought people with all of them, and you know, yeah, went crazy because that's just what they're what they're kind of about. But um, yeah, so sorry. So anyway, so then after you do the heist, you were saying, yeah, then you find out that Michael was uh, under not undercover um, under. Um, Surveillance by the FBI. He's yeah, a snitch, basically. Yeah, the FBI and stuff. So, like, how, protection. Right. Witness protection. Well, and it's interesting because it's not necessarily... Because I thought, I thought that, too, but as I've been playing playing this over again... Yeah. He is under protection, but it's actually more that he's paying one of the specific FBI agents money. Mm-hmm. So he's almost like that FBI agent is a dirt... Or it's not F- FBI, it's FIB. Uh, but... They he's paying that specific agent to help, because he still is a snitch, but he's uh, and working for them, but it's not under the books. Yeah, you know what I mean. And he's paying him a bunch of money to keep it quiet. And uh, yeah, sorry, but keep going. Anyway, so uh, yeah, so when you find out uh, you're part of the FIB or whatever, they start forcing you to do all these different missions. Yeah. And I, and I thought that was really cool because it's like, oh, like, they're really satiring, like, how fucked up the government can be, you right. know? Right, oh, yeah. yeah. Like, it's like, it's crazy. Like, because we don't know what the FBI really does behind closed doors. Like, yeah. yeah, and they want to keep it that way. Exactly. So, like, it's, it's crazy how Rockstar was just like, 
We'll just use our imaginations and go full out there with this. And you yeah. have to assassinate someone. And so the main story, like, um, throughout you, the main story, you yeah. find out, uh, you start working for FIB and then... Well, first you, first you have to pay uh, off the house yes. that you that you destroyed. Once well, yeah, you, and do you start that, working for him too, right? Right. He gives you a few few missions and a few heists. And then, yeah, the kind of the big one is, is that basically the government forces you to work with them to rob stuff. It's interesting. Um, and you know, obviously some big, big moments happen. I mean, you know, when they still witness from the CIA, I, yeah, I love that, that was mission. so fun. That is I a great one. Um, but yeah, you know, Trevor finds Michael and kind of deals with him being alive. And it's one of my favorite scenes ever because Trevor's showing up at Michael's house Oh yeah, with his family and his everyone's like, and he like asks them to hug him, and you're like, what? Yeah. But what's so cool is is like so you have these heist missions which are like the main missions, but then everyone has their own side story. Like, exactly. Trevor is trying to start like his own uh, criminal empire. Uh, Franklin is you know he's he's getting out of that life, but you yeah, know, he, he wants... still has friends and stuff that like need his help. But he eventually you know gets his own mansion in the hills. Exactly. And, you know, and you can upgrade his cars and stuff. And then it's actually interesting. I really feel like Franklin or not Franklin, sorry. Michael's story is that he kind of comes to terms with the city situation that he's in and realizes that happiness is actually like his family. Cause towards the end of the game, your family actually becomes like, he kind of just realizes like how important his family actually yeah, exactly. is, which is interesting. Um, but then, of course, you know, at the big climax, you get to decide whether... Because basically, you get the call saying, like, you have to kill one of them. And it's pretty awesome. So after you've played as all three of them, the big climax is you can kill Franklin, you can kill Michael, or you can kill Trevor. Or the fourth option is you don't kill any of them and you take down, basically, the government that they don't bug you anymore. Well, the agent that's been over you. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so now let's talk about the world a little bit. That to me, that's what makes this game amazing. Ugh. Even though it's was back, it came out during the 360 era, which is crazy. Yeah, and it's literally about to surpass. Like we're about to get into a new console generation, and yeah. it's still going. Yeah, no, <laughs> you know, because online's ridiculous. Better be which backwards one? compatible, because people will be so pissed. Yeah, <laughs> or they're gonna redo it again. But uh, no. I don't know. I hope they just make it back to Pavel. But uh, anyways, yeah, the world is amazing. Like, the, Rockstar literally, like, like pretty much street for street made LA. Yeah, it's There's insane. There's certain parts in uh, Los Santos. I was like, I know exactly where that is. Yeah. I, I've been there. Yeah. Like, the uh, little mall that's in the middle. That's right. the Beverly Center. Right. That's the way like, you do the first heist. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, next to there. I'm like, oh, and, like... Oh, this? This is Rodeo Drive. Like, right. It's this just is, crazy There's how, the Hollywood like, Walk of Fame and the like Chinese the, Theater. Exactly. And it was crazy because this is my first time playing out. I mean, I've played it with you, like I said. I've been out here, but playing the story, this is my first time. And now that I've lived here for almost four years, which is nuts to say out loud. Um, four years? Yep. Yeah. Four years. <laughs> four years in June. Nice. Um but it's uh, it's so cool to say, and like it's so detailed to the point that like I was telling you, like when I was playing GTA, I would I I would come out to LA to like you know improv festivals and things like that, and I would come home and I remember playing GTA and feeling homesick for Los Angeles just because I'm like wow, this is what it's like. <laughs> ah, this is what we can steal cars and run people over everywhere. Yeah, yeah I love exactly. That. Um. But yeah, and I, another thing that I think GTA did really well, I think they really nailed it in Red Dead because they really carried it over from Red Dead. Because yeah. in Red Dead, you know, you'd be riding your horse along the first one. You'd be riding your horse along, and then all of a sudden someone would say help, and then you yeah. help them with the mission. They still have like, oh, they still have the little stranger, thing. whatever yeah. they're called, stranger missions or whatever. Oh yeah, I that you can go to. One you can let, like I remember this one with Trevor. Like, you literally drive this couple because they're too drunk to drive. So, like, hey, can you drive us home? And he and then I was like, sure, why not? Uh -huh. And I drive them home. And while you're driving them home, they start, like, 
get it on in the back seat. <laughs> and he's like, hey, hey, hey. And he's like, I'm right here. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, another like, one of my favorites is with Michael where you get drugged and then all these aliens start running oh, yeah. at you and stuff it's and you gotta weed, shoot them. Remember that weed, it's that weed guy, right? Something, And then yeah. Franklin does it. He's like, it's in like the main, shit. Yeah, yeah, it's in the main center or something yeah. like that. Um, but another crazy one is when like, like you're driving like way up in the hills with Franklin and then a dog is barking at you and you're like what and you could like understand the dog did yeah. you ever play that one no I and he's didn't. you understand the dog he's like what there's someone in a tree what and then you follow the dog and then there's some, there's like a parachuter who's up in a tree and yeah. you got to help him and then you do like some stunts but then he's uh franklin is like man that's a cool dog you had i understood like what he was saying and he's like i don't have a dog and he's like that dog right what and the dog appears several times a lot of people think he's like you know part of the alien conspiracy or whatever um, could just be a spirit animal could be a spirit animal you know um yeah and i mean just there's so many cool like like you know uh so many cool just buildings like going inside yeah. buildings and like customizing all your guns customizing all your cars yeah cars your cars. clothes your the fact that like I remember when this game came out and I would watch a shitload of videos of like what you can and can't do in Grand Theft Auto. And like, yeah. you know, and it There's was so crazy much so do. much. Yeah, it was so the, crazy. The, the physics. Very low. Yeah, like the physics stuff golf. was just so crazy. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, the fact that if you run as one of your characters, like the clothes you're wearing start to sweat or like if you exactly. jump in the water, like you're, you're out of the water. It takes a while for you to dry. Exactly. Just, and then bodies decompose exactly. and like, it's, it's nuts. like very detailed. And like, like we said, rockstar is really good with the little details like that. Yeah. And that's, that's what why makes their, world, their games. That's why their games are so popular in the world. So good because of all that stuff. And also like, not only you have all that to do, but you have all these mini games. Yeah, like you can go golfing. You can you go can, golfing. You can, you can do can yoga. Go, you, you can, can play tennis. Play tennis. You can go watch a movie. You, you can watch television. Race cars. It's yeah. just like you can do tons of stuff, and yeah. then you can call people to go. And you know, this was back in Liberty or uh, Grand Theft Auto Four, but you can call people to like do stuff with you, and uh, you can't have a girlfriend, but you can definitely have a stripper, <laughs> yeah. and of course, prostitutes and all that stuff, because that's. Yeah, that's pretty much the the norm. Um, <laughs> that's that's exactly how it's like. In oh, LA, and then there's one thing that I think that gets. I mean, it does get a lot of attention, but maybe it does it needs to have a little bit more? Is the radio? Like, oh yeah, no, the radios. San Andreas so is still good. the best radio. I way. mean, yes, but that's because <laughs> they can't take stuff away. Yeah, <laughs> this one they have the ability that when license expire, they can take stuff away. San well, Andreas though, stuff too. I think the thing with San Andreas though, didn't they? have also like make their own songs i know they have a few of their own songs in gta 5 yeah i, th I don't remember but yeah that was great i love See, the talk radio have, that's have my raheem favorite on station guys with us because he knows Who? a lot about gta Who? san andreas raheem oh i know everything about gta san andreas no offense raheem but i'm sure he knows more than me but you just <laughs> yeah no, that's what I I asked you to see to confirm, but I'm pretty sure they made their own music and stuff. Yeah. Um, but speaking of, you know, because it takes place in the same area, obviously, San Andreas isn't as big as Grand Theft Auto Five, yeah. but it's one of my San Andreas is one of my favorite games ever as well. Um, but there's some really cool references to San Andreas, like for example, the beginning of San Andreas. You know, you get picked up on a picked up at an airport yeah you're in one of the first missions you do is you and your friends are on bikes and you go to a mission but uh if you in the very first mission is franklin as you're driving with lamar who's an amazing character oh yeah I so love lamar. Great. the voice acting in this is pristine oh yeah the mocap all that stuff is obviously amazing um but if you drive and you take a certain if you take I think as soon as the car starts, if you take a left instead mm -hmm. of following where it goes, you actually see three people riding a bike. And if you follow them, they go to the exact cul-de-sac that, uh, that San Andreas oh, takes really? place in. I yeah. Did not know it's that. amazing. And then also, cool. you know, there's some obviously big references like mad dog, who was one of the rappers, uh, in San Andreas, his poster can be found on Franklin's wall. 
And um, and then of course we have I, I, shoot what's his name the radio host he's in everything, uh, but we actually see his face. This is the first time, and we actually have a mission with him, which is the first time he has a ponytail. I'll have to look up his name. He's the only GTA character that's in like every single one of them, and uh, yeah, which is nuts. So anyway, any other favorite missions? We kind of talked about stranger uh, missions, but I'm trying to think what some. The submarine one was really fun, too. Oh, yeah, that is a good Just the one. heist missions, they're just so much fun. Well, what's great, what I love about them is it's not just straightforward heists. I know, you and literally, they're over the top. They're, they're over to the top. They're very over. movie and cinematic. But then it's also, it's also like, no, you have to choose how you do it. Like, yeah, that's yeah. what's fun. Is like, And the replay value is so high because, like, you know, I'm just planning my first one, and we can either go in loud, guns a-blazing, knock people out and stuff... Or you use the vents to have knockout gas, and exactly. then you go in and I did and the take knockout gas one. Yeah, the first, the, I mean, yeah, the first couple times, or the first time I did it, it was knockout gas. The second time I did it, uh, yeah, it was loud and going in and like that loud. Yeah, but you don't get as much as uh, you. You might not have heard that that was a car driving by really loud. <laughs> We're right by the freeway, so. Um, um, yeah, I also love the mission with Michael's family. Michael might be one of my like favorite characters because I think he's so interesting in the sense of like, oh yeah, finding out one thing. You know, his therapist his is a grow. piece of shit, which is always really funny. Well, to yeah, hear. the funny and, thing uh, is like therapists are not like that. No, no, for yeah. sure. But like, I think it's just a, it's just a funny in like retrospect of, you know therapy is as good as you as you can take out of it you know what i mean if you don't want to go to therapy you're not going to get anything out of it but if you really want to go and you and you actually like humble yourself and like and you and you do have to make sure you have a good therapist he he, he this is a character who definitely seems like he just wants money oh yeah definitely but uh i don't know but i think michael is such an interesting character because like you know he thought he would be happy by giving up his you know crew to basically live a life off the grid of um you know being uh this criminal but then he comes to find out that that's what he really loves but then he also comes to find out no my family's not that bad like it's uh yeah it's like it's oh maybe i sh- maybe i should stop being an asshole and just actually love what's in front of me type of thing yeah yeah i would i would it's going to be really hard to beat this game. And I know they're thinking the exact same thing because they've, they've mentioned that GTA six is going to be a really hard challenge for them. Um, but I also think it's interesting. It's just taking longer and longer to make these games and take Two interactive who, who basically owns rockstar has been like, Hey, we need to stop spending so much time uh making these games but yeah then, but then that kind of makes me worried because i'm like well that's what makes these games so amazing yeah, so why if you take such a short you time you only had two games come out in the last like 10 years yeah how are you making know. so much time on those games yeah you're, it's not like you're taking s- i don't uh, yeah i don't know i, I don't it, know if he meant like oh we have to stop taking too so long to make games we should get them out faster but that's the things and then you'd lose that quality. I life. think as long maybe if you scaled down, that's why I was hoping that there would be bully two, because yeah. I feel like if you scale down, the um, like if you scaled if you if you didn't necessarily need to make it so massive, yeah, because GTA five and uh, Red Dead Redemption two are just massive, and I love them for it. Yeah, but if you scaled it down a little bit more to like a bully two type situation where it's just a school or yeah. it's just, you know, or we can do table tennis. <laughs> I guess you could always do table tennis, but also like, I don't know. I, I really wish they released that agent game that they would, they always talked about. They haven't officially like canceled it, but it's, I mean, it sounds like it's canceled. So the agent game, what's that one? So they, they, they announced a game a long time ago. I think it was actually around Red Dead Redemption, the first one. Yeah. That they were making like a spy game. Oh. And then it like, never like came Like a satire on spies type of thing? Well, I don't know if it... Well, we don't really know. Because uh. it was going to be called Agent and uh, it was just... But yeah, 
they announced it and then never talked about it again. Damn. And so I think it's just pretty clear that... Uh, Heartbroken. Yeah, that it wasn't going to well, work out for them. We were but. talking about... Well, what we were talking about um, uh, the other day is, like, what would be GTA 6? Mm-hmm. I personally want a London Yeah, which I'd be very happy GTA with. GTA 6. And, like, have some fun, like, spy missions in there that makes fun of James Bond almost, you know? Yeah. Like, like you that know, like, that'd be, like, that's, you know, that'd be awesome. Cause with, like, Brexit happening, like, that could be really fun to explore. Oh, exactly. And, like... Because art know. imitates life, people. Yeah. I mean, my only thing about it being London is I feel like a lot of games are being London lately. And, like... What do you mean, a lot of games? Well, you what? have Watch Dogs Legion. Uh, there was another game this last year that was in that was in London as well. You have um, the VR game, Blood and Truth, which takes place in London. A lot of games are moving towards London, which is smart because... It's funny that that not enough games are in London because because GTA specifically, roots. well GTA <laughs> specifically, like it was one of the most highest selling games in London. Yeah. Like GTA Five, like last year, it was the highest selling game. Yeah, in London. that's what I'm saying. It's like this so that's game why it might makes, be like that's why it might be make sense to do it in uh, to set it in there. Yeah, this game still makes period. like the top ten every month of sales. I'm like, who who doesn't have this yet? <laughs> like who who are you? Like yeah, like because. Like you said, this is like the most. Money. So now this is the this is the hardest, since we're on Rockstar. Yeah. What is your favorite Rockstar game of all time? <laughs> Damn, you're right. That is hard. It's a hard uh, question, but you gotta answer it. Which also means I have to answer it, so I gotta. I know. <laughs> oh man, why do you do this to me, Wadi? I mean, I also... still remember GTA Three. So well, like I remember my my friends having it. My mom would never let me own it, of course. So I would always have to sneak, you know, go over to friends' house and play it there. there. But uh, so that will always have a place in my heart, especially because I don't know, it's just so fun. I almost, I almost, oh my god, I almost want to say San Andreas over GTA Five. Well, that's the one I played the most. Like, You've played that more than GTA Five? Yeah. No, yes. I think with the online combined, I think you've played GTA. 5 no, more. no, you understand when that game first came out, San Andreas. You've played it four four times, and including online stuff. There's no online San Andreas. That's what I'm saying. I think there's a disadvantage with having. Well, I, I'm just saying, like, but I've played it. Not that sorry, uh, San Andreas doesn't have a disadvantage. I'm just saying, in time wise, because Grand Theft Auto has an online feature. I think it has a it has an advantage. I still think I played that the most though. Uh, okay, I mean you know your life better than I I know your life, so I'm not trying to argue. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying we have I'm played like, yeah, we have played full days of Grand Theft Auto Five. Yeah, and so I don't. And know. I've played full weeks on San Andreas. <laughs> I'm sure you've played full weeks. Like, I, I don't know your life. I don't know why I'm arguing with you. <laughs> you can be adamant all you want, but but no, like yeah, San Andreas is probably still number one in my heart. Then it goes five. Red Dead 2. Which Red Dead? 2. Red Dead 2 is your third? And then Red Dead 1 fourth. Okay, interesting. I like. I just like the world so much So Bully... Bully is probably six. Yeah, Bully's interesting. I liked yeah. Bully, but for me it just isn't... It's not... I love Bully for the story and I love yeah. it for the setting, but it's not one that I would say is like, yeah, up there, up in the top... It's still a great me. game. I'm like, yeah. like, because even uh, of like, Rockstar's like, not so like big games and stuff. Or like really Manhunt. Manhunt is good, but I don't know if the story I love. Like, so, and if you're into racing games, like Midnight Club, dude. Those Midnight are Club okay. Were really I'm not really good. into racing games, so that's the thing. Because like, the I LA would say one, like that. That literally was that was part of their basis for uh, GTA Five was possibly Club three. Um, I would say my top games, my top Grand Theft Auto games, or well, top Rockstar games, it sucks because, okay, yeah, I'm going to have to say that, I mean, yeah, I played, Vice City was one of the first games I ever beaten, mm-hmm. like all Fun the way through. Samuel Jackson's in there. He's in San Andreas, not Vice I thought City. It was- I thought it was <laughs> no. Vice he's City. in San Andreas. That's right. You're he right. plays the cop. Yeah, the cop. I thought it was yeah. Vice City. My bad. Um, 
So I'm going to have to say uh, it's so hard. Come on. Red Dead 2 might be my number one, I think. Number one? And that's only because what number sucks one. about it, it sucks about it is that it's like, I don't know. It's hard to put new games against old games because I feel like they have such a disadvantage of like an unfair advantage. That's what I should say. They have an unfair advantage just because story can be more in depth because they can be longer. Yeah. And then graphics can be better and you can put more details. Yeah. So it's hard to pit them against each other. So uh, as far as new games go, yeah. I think the story of Gra of Red Dead Redemption 2 is one of their best stories they've ever done. Yes. And then I would say Grand Theft Auto Five next. And then probably Mad Max Payne 3. Now, once again, I'm really into story. So that's probably yeah. why for my new games. You said you haven't played Max Payne 3 yet. No. You should definitely... You should definitely try that one. I, yeah, it is. Maybe it's uh, I actually own it on Steam, so if we can get it on, what's it <sighs> called? We can play it. GeForce Now? Yes, let's do it. So, and then for the old games, yeah, San Andreas was just, that was just one for me that I also beat, that I also just sunk so much time into. And then, yeah, Red Dead 2, or sorry, Red Dead for the older ones, and then probably the third one is Vice City, because, yeah, I loved the setting of Vice yeah. City. So, anyways, we are over time, but uh, what a great one to talk about. So, you say that, but our viewers are like, end it so I can go home. I don't know why they're, what they're talking no, about. But. I listen to podcasts that's three hours long. <laughs> You're crazy. Um, but anyways, thank you all so much for listening. Um, you know, we you can catch us every Thursday uh, let us know what games you want us to spoil yes. next time. Email us at don't listen gaming podcasts at gmail.com. Beautiful. And then follow us on Twitter at don't listen gaming. There you go. Um, thank you all so much. It's a lot of fun. I am Waddy McFly. I am Wiley gamer. And I hope you have a great week. Bye. Bye. -bye.